Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Wikipedia page for Tickling. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe. If you like to tickle, this is the page for you. And if you don't like to be tickled, I'm sure this is bringing up bad feelings. But let's trudge through it, shall we? I already have bad feelings. Why? I hate to be tickled, and I don't tickle. Got it. Tickling. Tickle redirects here. For other uses, see tickle disambiguation. For the bird, see tickling. Spelled without a C, by the way. Tickling is the act of touching a part of a body in a way that causes involuntary twitching movements or laughter. The word tickle evolved from the Middle English tickelen, perhaps frequentative of ticken to touch lightly. In 1897, psychologists G. Stanley Hall and Arthur Allen described a tickle as two different types of phenomena. One type is caused by very light movement across the skin. This type of tickle, called a nismesis, generally does not produce laughter and is sometimes accompanied by an itching sensation. Physiology. Tickling results from a mild stimulation moving across the skin and is associated with behaviors such as smiling, laughter, twitching, withdrawal, and goosebumps. What do they mean by withdrawal here? Oh, like physically like... Yeah, when people are like trying to get away. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Please listen to this message while you avoid being tickled. 
Thanks for listening to that message, everybody. And now we're back with more explanation of tickling. The tickle can be divided into two separate categories of sensation, nismesis and gargalysis. Nismesis, also known as a moving itch, is a mildly annoying sensation caused by light movement on the skin, such as from a crawling insect. This may explain why it has evolved in many animals. For example, a dog exhibiting the scratch reflex is an example of nismesis. When stimulated in the saddle region, most dogs will exhibit a reflexive rhythmic twitching of their hind legs. This reflex can be brought on by actions such as scratching, brushing, stroking, or even tapping the sensitive area. Horses also exhibit a response to nismesis as they can be observed twitching the paniculus carnosis muscle in response to insects landing on their sides. Gargalysis reactions refer to a laughter-provoking feeling caused by a harsher, deeper pressure stroked across the skin in various regions of the body. These reactions are thought to be limited to humans and other primates, although some research has indicated that rats can also be tickled in this way. A German study also indicates that the gargalysis type of tickle triggers a defense mechanism for humans in the hypothalamus conveying submissiveness or fleeing from danger. I'm so uncomfortable right now. Why is that? Just from like reading about the sensations. Oh God, I don't like it. It appears that the tickle sensation involves signals from nerve fibers associated with both pain and touch. In 1939, Ingve Zatterman of the Karolinska Institute studied the nismesis type of tickle in cats by measuring the action potentials generated in the nerve fibers while lightly stroking the skin with a piece of cotton wool. Zatterman found that the tickling sensation depended in part on the nerves that generate pain. Further studies have discovered that when the pain nerves are severed by surgeons in an effort to reduce intractable pain, the tickle response is also diminished. However, in some patients that have lost pain sensation due to spinal cord injury, some aspects of the tickle response do remain. Tickle may also depend on nerve fibers associated with the sense of touch. When circulation is severed in a limb, the response to touch and tickle are lost prior to the loss of pain sensation. It might be tempting to speculate that areas of the skin that are the most sensitive to touch would also be the most ticklish, but this does not seem to be the case. While the palm of the hand is far more sensitive to touch, most people find that the soles of their feet are the most ticklish. Other commonly ticklish areas include the belly, sides of the torso, underarms, ribs, midriff, neck, back of the knee, thighs, buttocks, feet, and perineum. Some evidence suggests that laughing associated with tickling is a nervous reaction that can be triggered. Indeed, very ticklish people often start laughing before actually being tickled. Social Aspects Charles Darwin theorized on the link between tickling and social relations, arguing that tickling provokes laughter through the anticipation of pleasure. If a stranger tickles a child without any preliminaries, catching the child by surprise, the likely result will not be laughter, but withdrawal and displeasure. Darwin also noticed that for tickling to be effective, you must not know the precise point of stimulation in advance. In reason, that is why most people cannot effectively tickle themselves. I can prove that this is wrong. I have been tickled knowing right where they were going and it's still tickled. Not great. Can you tickle yourself? Sometimes. Not as easily as somebody else can, but like, yes, I can a little bit. Mm, okay. 
Darwin explained why we laugh when we are tickled by saying, The imagination is sometimes said to be tickled by a ludicrous idea, and this so-called tickling of the mind is curiously analogous with that of the body. Laughter from being tickled is manifestly a reflex action, and likewise this is shown by the minute, unstriped muscles, which serve to erect the separate hairs on the body. Tickling is defined by many child psychologists as an integral bonding activity between parent and children. In the parent-child concept, tickling establishes at an early age the pleasure associated with being touched by a parent with a trust bond developed so the parents may touch a child in an unpleasant way should circumstances develop, such as the need to treat a painful injury or prevent them from harm or danger. This tickling relationship continues throughout childhood and often into the early to mid-teen years. Another tickling social relationship is that which forms between siblings of relatively the same age. Many case studies have indicated that siblings often use tickling as an alternative to outright violence when attempting to either punish or intimidate one another. The sibling tickling relationship can occasionally develop into an antisocial situation or tickle torture, where one sibling will tickle the other without mercy. The motivation behind tickle torture is often to portray the sense of domination the tickler has over the victim. There's a whole page on tickle torture. God. As with parents and siblings, tickling serves as a bonding mechanism between friends and is classified by psychologists as part of the fifth and highest grade of social play, which involves special intimacy or cognitive interaction. This suggests that tickling works best when all the parties involved feel comfortable with the situation and one another. It can also serve as an outlet for sexual energy during adolescence, and a number of people have stated in a study that their private areas were ticklish. I bet. (laughs) (laughs) While many people assume that other people enjoy tickling, a recent survey of 84 college students indicated that only 32% of responders enjoy being tickled with 32% giving neutral responses and 36% stating that they do not enjoy being tickled. The study also found a very high level of embarrassment and anxiety associated with tickling. However, in the same study, the authors found that the facial indicators of happiness and amusement do not correlate, with some people who indicated that they do not enjoy being tickled actually smiling more often during tickling than those who indicated that they do enjoy being tickled, which suggests that there may be other factors at play such as embarrassment and anxiety in the case of those who indicated a dislike for tickling than the mere physical sensation experienced. It has also been suggested that people may enjoy tickling because it elicits laughter, as well as the feeling of being tickled. Social psychologists find that mimicking expressions generally cause people to some degree experience that emotion. Excessive tickling has been described as a primary sexual obsession and under these circumstances is sometimes considered a form of paraphilia. Tickling can also be a form of sexual harassment. Paraphilia is the experience of intense sexual arousal to atypical object situations, fantasies, behaviors, or individuals. Kinks. I guess. So tickling. Yeah, that was part one. We have some fun stuff to get to in part two. This is the Wikipedia page for Tickling, part one of two. This has been the Wikipedia page for Tickling, part one of two. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten. 
except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your feelings about tickling. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.